Pastor Lau and Pastor Dala Haperset would like to welcome you to the following message from New Hope International Church in Seattle, Washington. Here is Pastor Lau's anointed teaching that will change your life with love, hope, and peace in Jesus Christ. And now, Pastor Lau. I'm so thirsty. Hallelujah. This morning, I would like to talk about love because this coming week, many of us celebrate Valentine. So it's a good time to talk about love. Love is the most important subject of our faith, our Christian walk. And we need to grow up and develop and perfect the love on the inside of us here. The topic of today's sermon is love God and love people. Let me start by reading Matthew chapter 22, 36 to 40. Teacher, somebody talk to Jesus, call him teacher. Which is the great commandment in the law? Jesus said to him, you shall love the Lord your God with all your heart, with all your soul, with all your mind. This is the first and great commandment. And the second is like it. You shall love your neighbor as yourself. On these two commandments hang all the law and the prophets. Jesus said that the Ten Commandments, the law, the Ten Commandments that God gave to the children of Israel, and the whole Bible here, the whole Bible, from the Old Testament to the New Testament, you can conclude everything in two laws. Love your God, vertical, and love other people, horizontal. If you can love God and love people, you can practice the Bible. Very simple. And God also promises that when we obey the voice of the Lord our God and do what He commands us to do in Deuteronomy 28, He shall bless us. He shall make us the head, not the tail. He shall make us above, not beneath. He shall take care of our life and the Bible says also in Exodus chapter 15, 26 that if we obey him, we walk in his statutes and obey his law, which is the law of love. He will take away the sickness from our life that he put on the Egyptians. And he is the Lord who heals us. So if you walk in love, you are not only blessed, but you can live in divine health and you shall be healed. You shall live a long life. God shall bless you. Therefore, the message of love is so important to you. It's an important key because it will lead you to the road of higher blessing, the road of supernatural breakthroughs, and also the road of miracles in your life if you just walk in love. The Bible emphasizes love so much in 1 Corinthians chapter 13, verse 13. And now abide faith, hope, love. These three, but the greatest of this is love. Love God and love other people. 
Amen. I hope that the message today will change your life. Let me explain something to you about loving God and loving people. First of all, we need to understand this. I'm not truly loving God if I don't love people. Let me repeat one more time. I don't truly love God. In fact, I lie. If I say I love God, but I don't love people. And I want to say one thing as a pastor. I don't truly love God if I don't love the church. Because the church is the body of Christ. Pastor Dan and I, all these 30-something years, have been serving, doing things for the church. We work so hard. You know, we, I have two jobs. And many times, I just hang in there to two jobs because, number one, I don't want to take salary from the church. Number two, I want to prove to people that no excuses not to serve God and to love God. If I'm a busy guy and I can love God and serve God, you have no excuses to not to serve God and love God. You can do it too, if I can do it. So, because I love God, I love the church. Because His church is His people. I love His people. I want to do the best for His church. And another fact is that I don't truly love people if I don't truly love God. Let me explain to you. Both of them comes together like a cross. Vertical and horizontal. Has to be together. Love God and love people. In Matthew chapter 5, verse 23 to 24, therefore, if you bring your gift to the altar, you say, I love God. I bring my gift. I worship you. And there, remember that your brother has something against you. Leave your gift there. Don't take it home. Still leave it there before the altar. And go your way. First, be reconciled to your brother. And then come and offer your gift. This scripture, very clear from the mouth of the Lord Jesus Christ. If you really love God, you want to worship Him, you want to honor Him. Before you do that, go and reconcile or make an attempt to reconcile to somebody to love other people. Otherwise, your gift to Him, your worship to Him, it's just a religious ceremony. If you really love God, you love people around you. You love brother and sister in the church. You love your co-workers. You love your wife. You love your kids. You love your parents. You love people around you. If you really love God, you shall forgive them. Sometimes you know, Christians cannot worship God very well because the problem is that they don't love people. They just hate this person, hate that person. I don't like that guy's face. I don't like this person. In fact, you're telling God, I'm not loving you. So God said, could you please take care of that first? Go and reconcile. And I believe that Jesus is serious about this message, okay? This is not just a preaching. It's serious. If you have any problem or whole grudges against anybody in your life, I recommend you, before you come to church on Sunday, call that person, go to that person's house, and say, can we clear this up? Can we become friends again? Amen? Amen. 
Yesterday I took one couple out with his son and girlfriend because I offended him. I really want to make sure that our relationship is right, so I took him out to dinner and cleared it up, and we laughed together again. Because before coming to church on Sunday, I need to make sure I love people. Amen. And also, you cannot love people without loving God first. You cannot love people without loving God. Do you know why? Because we all have the sinful nature on the inside. Man's love comes with a hook. What is the hook? The hook say, "I loved you if you do something something good to me. I loved you if you served me. I loved you, and I can use you to do something for me." Human love is self-seeking and self-serving. Therefore, you need to love God with all your heart in order to really love other people, because the love for God. Will get rid of that hook, and you begin to love people unconditionally, no string attached. You just love them out of the love of God. I have to remind myself all the time when I show love to people, or give to people. Do I have any hidden agenda? Do I need anything back from them? Or I do it with a pure heart because I love the Lord with all my heart. So we need to love God. If we truly love God, we're gonna have a sincere love for other people without a hook. And if we really love other people, we're gonna love God as well. Both of them are inseparable. You need to grow in both areas at the same time. Amen. Not only that, the Bible talk about perfecting love on the inside of us here. In other words, we need to keep growing and growing to become more like Jesus. To have more love in our heart, we need to pursue love. We need to grow up in love, of perfecting the love of God. And in order to perfect the love of God in us, God give us love experiences. This year, I love God more than last year, because I have love experience that God has given to me. The more experience I have. The more love I have for Him, and then the more love I have for Him, the more love I have for other people. It comes together at the same time. The Bible says in Romans chapter five, verse five, how we're going to perfect the love. Such hope never disappoints or deludes or shames us, for God's love has been poured out in our hearts through the Holy Spirit, who has been given to us, who gives us the love of God. Who poured the love into our heart? Who? The Holy Spirit. Is that right? The Word of God just gives us the idea how the love look like, but the true love in our heart comes by the Holy Spirit. When I read this scripture, I'm thinking about two words: a love bomb and love drenching, wet by the love of God. I don't know about you, but I have a lot of these experiences myself. I hope that you can have the same experience—the experience of love, the love bomb. The Holy Spirit is called the fire, called the rivers, 
the rains, the living water. We can be wet, we can be drenched in the Holy Spirit. Or we can have a Holy Spirit bomb the fire on the inside of just explosion of the fire of the love bomb of God. I tell you, if you are filled with the Holy Spirit, the manifestation is not just about shaking, crying, laughing, and prophesying. You know, the most important manifestation of the love of the bomb of the Holy Spirit of the fire of God or the drenching of the Holy Spirit is love. I don't believe you're filled with the Holy Spirit at the moment if you hate people. This is my experience as a pastor. You know, sometimes I come home, I'm tired. Oh, I'm hungry, da. I need some dinner. And came home with some burden because my patient has some difficult surgery. And I, sometimes I have to admit I worry about them. Actually, on Saturday, I operate on one lady and the covering of the nerve get torn. I have to repair. I have to put the glue. And I, I was so concerned about spinal fluid leak from her back. And that is not fun. So I came home filled with burden, filled with concern and pressure in life. But when I show up to meet somebody for ministry, suddenly I feel drenching. I feel the love of God flow in me. All those burdens gone. All those worries gone. It's amazing. Just the love of God is the anointing of the pastor and it sends the love of the, pa- of the father on the inside of me toward that person. I felt that way last time when I had dinner with this couple. I feel I love them. They are Jewish, American couple, very loving people. I just feel love. I just look at their eyes. My eyes so full of love lens. I look at the people with love because the Holy Spirit drenching inside of me the love of God. I just feel that the hope is restored. The old hurts are healed. The agape love fill me that I can love myself and I can love God and I can love them. Every Christian should have that experience drenching, the love drenching, the feeling of the Holy Spirit and the love bomb. When I go to mission trip or in, even in my own church here, and I begin to move in the Holy Spirit and pray for people, whew, I love that. The Holy Spirit came on me, and the bomb of Holy Spirit love just start to go off, and I look at people. Wow, they're so precious. Oh, I love them. Oh, I want them to be successful. I want them to be healed. I want them to have a good family. I want them to be blessed. The love bomb blow inside me. And in Thailand, when I lay hand on 1,500 people, some of them came two times though. And I, <laughs> so instead of laying hand 1,500 times, I lay hand about 2,000 times. You know, the whole time I lay hand, I smile and I laugh and I look at people and just love them with the love of the Father on the inside because of the love bomb is going off inside of me. And it go on and on for 2,000 times without tiredness and just keep going. And sometime after finish, I thought, oh, it's done. I'm going to go eat lunch. And then three people walk in. I come late. Could you lay hand on me too? And the actress say, no, no, no. This is it. I said, that's okay. I lay hand on you. Because the love 
bomb is on the inside of me. We need to have that experience of the pouring of the love of the Holy Spirit on the inside of us. Amen. When that happens, we love people regardless of their position, their pains, their past experience, and their problem. We just love everybody. The love release out of us. How many people have this experience? I hope some of you have this experience that the love bomb on the inside of you. When you pray for people, when you visit people, when you witness, and some of them may be even nasty to you, you still smile. I love them. Love is important. I studied the Bible one time. I find out that Jesus has the anointing without measure. He healed everyone who comes to him, and he cast out demons, and he delivered, and he preached the message. And one thing, if you read the full gospel carefully, Jesus did not minister just out of the anointing or out of power. The Bible always say, he has compassion on them. The Bible say, he looked at them and have compassion. Jesus ministered out of agape, fullness of love. He ministered by love. And the power get charged. If you want the anointing to work, you need to minister with the love of God. Therefore, in the revival service, people get touched. People have a laughter of joy. Some people cry. Demons come out from people. People get healed. This morning, I got the message in the YouTube. Somebody in the world listen to the message in German and Thai that I preach with Pastor Helmut, which just put in two days ago. The person wrote to me that, you know, I listened to your message and I accepted Jesus Christ. That person sends the love of God to the message that God loved. I talk about God is real and God loved you. You see, we need to operate by love basking and drenching in the love of God all the time. And the only person who can help you is the Holy Spirit. Now the question is, does Pastor Lau stay in that kind of love bomb and love drenching all the time? No. When I get out from the revival service, the intensity of love starts to go down. Somebody may talk to me and get on my nerve. And my flesh starts to rise up. Sometimes I see somebody who offends me. The resentment and the bitterness start to come up again. Or I think about some name that really bothers me. The love starts to go down. The intensity of the love bomb starts to go down. I fall out of the love of God. And I fall into the unlove again. And that happened to every one of us. Because we are still living in this body. So what do we do when we fall out of that love bomb? Ephesians chapter 5 verses 1 to 2 say, Therefore, be imitators of God, and God is love, as dear children, and walk in love, as Christ also has loved us and given himself for us, an offering and a sacrifice to God for a sweet-smelling aroma. So we cannot just depend on the Holy Spirit alone. The Bible says we need to make a decision. We need to choose 
to walk in love as a true follower of Christ Jesus. If you want God to have good name, good reputation, you need to walk in love. You say, I'm a Christian. I'm a follower of Jesus. My God is Jehovah. How are people going to see God in you? Walking in love. You imitate God. God is love. Jesus was walking in love. You imitate him. And in order to do that, in order to grow up in this choice, to be able to walk in love 24-7, even in the difficult times, in the midst of your enemies that, who hate you, how we can do that is a process. To grow in love is a process. And that process takes what? Time of prayer and spend time with God. Reading the Bible, meditating on the Word of God, listening to good teaching, fellowship with mature Christians, being in a spirit-filled Bible-preaching church, in the church that the Holy Spirit is moving and God comes first, not other things come first, and also repenting every single day, let him perfect our love every day. It's a process. It's the journey that we need to grow up in love. James chapter 2 verse 8 say, If you really keep the royal law found in Scripture, what is the law? The Ten Commandments. Love your neighbor as yourself. You are doing right. We need to make a decision. I'm going to do the right thing. And what is the Right. What is the right thing? Love God and love other people. Amen? Let me ask one more time. What is the right thing? Love other people. Love your wife, your kids. Love your mother-in-law. Love the church member, your elder, the church elder who offend you sometimes because he's so hard on you. Sometimes the pastor corrects you, hard on you. You just love them to obey the royal law, to make a decision, to make a choice, to walk in love will really get you free from self. We have part of our life is we call regenerate or renewed life. And we still have the old life mixing on the inside of us, the unrenewed self. All of us still not like Jesus yet. We have the sinful nature. 1 Corinthians chapter 13, verse 5 say, I read from New King James and read from NIV. Love does not behave rudely, does not seek its own, is not provoked, thinks no evil. It's not rude, NIV. It's not self-seeking. It's not easily angered. It keeps no record of wrong. Love will not keep any balance cheat will not keep the record of wrong. Love forgive. Love is humble. Love is not prideful. Love always show mercy and compassion. But we have the sinful nature. We call self-seeking, self-serving, self-ruled, selfish, self-centered. All of us have that nature on the inside of us, more or less. I believe that I have less of those this year than 10 years ago. 
because I'm growing spiritually. So to walk in love, it means this way. It means you make a decision to completely stay focused on the Lord and forget about yourself. Let me repeat one more time. If you want to walk in love, you need to stay focused in God, His will, His kingdom, and forget about yourself. Will God take care of you if you forget about yourself? He will. He will take care of your need. Or I say another way, love gets totally caught up in God and in His will and His kingdom so that the self is subjected to the power and the will of the Holy Spirit. God is the center of our life. We love God with all our heart. Forget about self because self is unrenewed, selfish. Me, me, me. This kind of love, the love for God, that you focus on God, will set you free from the bondage of selfishness, the chains of unrenewed mind. And you can go on to grow more in love. And we can higher, get higher in the love of God so that we will fall out of agape love less and less and we stay in agape love more and more and more and higher and stronger all the time. Amen? How many people want to live like that, that you are in the love all the time, 24-7, and even higher and higher in love? How do we know that love is perfect in us? The Bible says in 1 John chapter 4, verse 18, there is no fear in love, but perfect love casts out fear, because fear involves torment. But he who fears has not been made perfect in love. How do you know that your love is perfect? No fear. Zero fear. When you see people, you're not fearful that they're going to hurt you. You just forgive them. You just show love to them. When you love God and you love people, you are not in fear. This is a sign of people who are perfect in love. Amen? How many people still control or torture by fear off and on? Me too. Sometimes I have a fear because my love is not perfect yet. I'm still growing. I'm still learning. I'm still developing the love of God on the inside of me. Sometimes I have fear because the love of God in me is not perfect yet. But I want to grow more. I want to pursue love. And many times as believers, as people, human beings, we veer from the love of God, the road of agape love. We went off and start to get into the flesh, selfishness, taking advantage of people, anger, resentment, bitterness. We veer off from the road or the path of love. But the Lord is so gentle. How many people agree that the Lord is so gentle? He's so loving. He's so gentle and loving. He would try to steer us back into the green pasture, into the way of love again, 
Sometimes I get mad at somebody, and I was not very happy. And then the Holy Spirit talked to me gently, "Son, not good. Forgive." He tried to veer me back to love again. I have to deal with it. I have to say, "Yes, Lord, I agree that I am having a bad attitude right now. I don't like that person." I need to repent and put me back. I like Isaiah chapter 30, verse 21. The Bible says, Your ears shall hear a word behind you. How many people heard the word God speaking to you, behind you? (laughs) Saying, This is the way. Walk in it. Whenever you turn to the right hand, or whenever you turn to the left, God says, Don't turn to the right. Don't turn to the left. This is the right way. Stay in it. What is the right way? The way of love. Love God with all your heart. And love people. Amen? I give you an example. If you look up on the stage and you begin to criticize the worship leader or the singer and start to find fault, you may need to repent. Because you're not walking in love. You should be thankful and say, wow, they sacrificed their life to come and serve me without pay. Amen? When you begin to fight fault, criticize, and look down on people, you're not walking in love. When you walk in love, you always see, see good things. You always remember good things of that person instead of fighting fault and attacking and saying wrong things against people. If you go that direction, come back to the right way. Love people. I want to encourage all of you, after this message, stay in the way of God, the way of love. Love God. Love yourself too. If you don't love yourself, you cannot love other people. Love God and love others as yourself. Amen? You love people. I am a Christian. I was trained by American Baptist missionary when I was a new believer. I was taught since I was a new believer, one-year-old Christian, that I need to love the church. I needed to love my pastor and love people in the church. And the American missionary said to me, according to the Bible, if you love God, you commit to the local church. You don't flop around from church to church. You stay and pour out your life to build that church. And you love people there. If you cannot love people in the church that God put you together, you cannot love people outside. It starts from here. You need to love His people. Build His church. Pour out your life. Show love to God in action. That I love you and I love people. God gives us the chance to show love to people by putting us in the local church. I don't believe the Christian should stay home watching TV, watching good preacher. Everyone should go and fellowship with somebody to show love to somebody. Amen? 1 Corinthians 14.1. I'm almost done. 1 Corinthians 14.1. Pursue love and desire spiritual gift, but especially you may prophesy. My brother and sister, I want to end this sermon by saying 
Let us consider the message of love like this. Very important. We may talk only a few times a year, but love is the most important thing in our life. Pursue love, grow in love, and believe that God loves you, even though you are not perfect. God loves you so much. In even endure weakness and endure failure and frail humanity, God loves you. Believe that God loves you so much, and love Him back. One thing that I pray for members of this church all the time is that, Lord, please show your goodness to them. Please demonstrate your love to them, so that they know that. You love them, and sometimes it takes one thousand times for God to do things to us before we are convinced that God loves us. Once you are convinced that God loves you, then you can love yourself, and you can love other people. You need to be convinced first. The Bible says in First John chapter three verse one: "Behold, what manner of love the Father has bestowed on us, that we should be called children of God." Therefore, the world does not know us because it did not know Him. The Father bestowed the love, His love on us. Amen. Meditate on that. God loves me. Amen. Reside in it. Rest in it. Receive the love of God. Let God love you, and then. The Holy Spirit will build the love on the inside of you, so that you can love other people. Be filled with the Holy Spirit. Stay in the Word, worshiping Him, and try to connect to Him as much as you can. Not connect to Him only on Sunday. Connect to Him 24/7. When you wake up in the morning, talk to God. When you drive, you talk to God. When I perform surgery. I talk to God, and God will talk to you, and God will guide you and lead you and show grace to you, and you experience His grace, His mercy, His goodness, and His favor, and you love Him more. Amen? Amen. How many people want to have your love being perfect? You want to grow in love. Amen. Hallelujah. So stay connected with God. Set the goal. I gonna grow in the love of God. Amen. Listen to the word. Read the word. Be filled with the Holy Spirit. Be touched by the Holy Spirit. This is one of the reason I love the fire of God because the fire is like a love bomb. It just phew, the love of God fill inside you. I'm so proud of teenagers in the youth in this church, that they love one another. Then notice we don't have any fighting in this church. All the youth love one another. I believe the reason because they are in the church with the fire of God. The fire of God keep burning their flesh, so they love each other. They get along well. They serve together. I'm so happy to see the next generation rising up. In love, in faith, Amen. Father, we thank you so much, Lord, for reminding us to love you with all our heart, 
with all our soul and our mind, and love our neighbors as ourselves, Lord. Lord, we admit, we confess that many times we fall out of love, and we fall back into the flesh, into selfishness, self-centeredness, self-serving, me, me, me. Lord, help us. Fill us, Lord, with your Holy Spirit. Help us to walk in love as your followers. Remind us to pursue love and have faith that you love us so much, Lord. And we want your love to fill our heart by the Holy Spirit, Father. We thank you, Lord. And Lord, because we love you, we're going to obey you. And when we obey you, Lord, we are blessed. We will not get sick. We are healed. Help us, Lord. If there is anything in our life, Father, that we still not walking in the love of God, show us, Lord, so that we can repent, so that we can be perfected in love. Thank you, Father. Thank you, Father. In Jesus' mighty name, Amen. Thank you, Lord Jesus. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Thank you, Lord Jesus. If some of you who are listening to this teaching or watching YouTube, or some of you in this room, you say that I'm not sure I'm a child of God. I'm not sure that my name is recorded in the book of life in heaven. I want to make sure that I am born again. I'm a child of the living God. Or you may receive Jesus many years ago, but something happened in your life. Maybe offense in the church. You walk away, and you don't walk with Jesus anymore. But today you say, "I'm going to come back home." To serve the Lord, to walk in love, love God again. The first love come back to me. If you are those people, I'd like to invite you to come back to God and say to Him, "Lord, You are my Lord. Jesus is my God." Very simple. Believe in your heart, confess with your mouth sincerely, and the Lord will receive you. Amen. If you want to do that, I will lead you to pray right now. Just bow your head, close your eyes, and pray it out loud. Father in heaven, you love me first. You send your Son Jesus Christ to die on the cross to pay for my sin, to remove the curse of the law. To heal my sickness, you love me so much. I repent of my sin. I want to come back home. You are my good father. You say in the Bible, Lord, you make a party with the fatted calf 
I come home now. I celebrate with you, Lord, my salvation. From today on, I will walk with you, follow you. I shall walk in love and obedience. Lord Jesus, sit on the throne in my life. I confess with my mouth and believe in my heart. You were raised from the dead on the third day. You are my savior, my master. From today on, I call myself a disciple of the Lord Jesus Christ. I shall serve you, live for you, seek your kingdom first. In Jesus' name. Amen. Congratulations. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. How many people promise God you're gonna walk in love? Hallelujah. Turn to the person next to you. I love you. Tell the person next to you I love you. Praise God. Thank you, Lord Jesus. We trust that this message is ministered to you. If you would like more information about New Hope International Church or other teaching CDs, please contact us at 206-275-1042. You may also visit our website online at www.newhopeinternationalchurch.com. I'm so thankful.